Hey modelers, welcome to the Model Geek Scale Modeling Podcast. Here we'll be discussing just about anything and everything as it relates to scale models. So buckle up for what we believe will be an exciting journey into the world of scale modeling. We really hope that you will download and make us a regular part of your modeling bench sessions. Before we start, I would like to take a moment and thank the sponsors of the Model Geeks Podcast. Sprue Brothers, our one-stop shop for all our scale modeling needs. Sprue Brothers has the largest inventory of model kits, accessories, tools, and supplies. So visit Sprue Brothers at SprueBrothers.com for all your scale modeling needs. Detail and scale. Go to reference sources for military aviation enthusiasts and scale modelers since 1978. All the detail and scale books are available in both print and digital format. Check them out at detailandscale.com. And lastly, Furball Aero Design. Providing modelers with the most accurate and extensively researched scale model aircraft decals available. Each decal set is printed by Cartograph Italy, the industry's leading decal printer. If you're looking for high quality and well-fitting and conforming decals, then check out Furball Aero Design. You can visit them at furballaero-design.com. Now, here are the geeks. Darren Cook, Scott Samo, Andrew Frill, and Andrew White. Hey guys, here we are. Episode 17. Welcome home. Everybody made it back in one piece from uh, the bright lights of Las Vegas, I see. Barely. No, Barely. I'm just kidding. Uh, it was, uh, coming back is probably the smoothest flight I've ever been on. Not one bit of turbulence at all. I, you didn't even know you were flying in an airplane. It was smooth. And air, all the models made it back without any breaks. So that's, that's the most important thing. No issues. No issues. Yeah, no breaks here. Yeah, well, we were moving up in the airplane, and I had my container back around waist level, and it hit the seat in front of me, moving up, and I was like, ah, shit, and all it did was it broke off the drop tank to the A4, Okay, which I fixed all that when we well, got that's back. no so. casual. Yeah, oh, no, nothing. no casual. What about your pockets? A little lighter? Either from the one-armed bandits or the vendor room, or both? Yeah, vendor room only here. I, really? I didn't touch a single, you know, I'm not a gambler and all that. I shit. won 150 bucks <laughs> playing slots. But you spent how right. much? Like 10. I nice. cashed out. I, th- I did it for like 15 minutes maybe. Like Allison and I were sitting there doing the thing, you know. And, yeah. And then all of a sudden I got triple sevens and it's just like. What? No, you didn't. And I was like, I won. So it was like 150, whatever it was. And I was like, cash out. <laughs> so I hit the cash out button. Big money. Allison's like, "What are you doing? We should we should keep playing." I'm like, Little "Oh ride. hell no!" No, that's, that's what I normally. That's, do. I'm done. We're so good. Yeah, if I get up like that, I'm done. We just. <laughs> I was like, "Let's go to bed." Free <laughs> model money right there. Yeah. Now we help pay for dinner. Oh, oh my god, is that place yeah. expensive or what? Yeah, it's expensive. All of it, <sighs> man. Yeah, in in the casinos, of course. You're gonna yeah pay nine bucks a beer is not fun, man. No. Well, we Vendor. went to that. That one place with Dirks, what was it, Thursday oh, yeah, night? Yard, the yard, yard, house. Y- yard yeah. house. And that was normal prices. It was nice. Yeah, it's you like, get oh, out wow. of the casinos <laughs> and you're kind of in normal price land. There was, yeah. a, there was a really good Mexican food place that we went to, uh, you know, because we stuck around afterwards uh, for a couple of days. And uh, I just typed in, like, best Mexican food in Las Vegas. And uh, it was, um, I don't know, maybe it was 
it was kind of over by that McDonald's that we all hit that one night yeah. with Tim. Yeah. It was, you know, so away from the strip, and it was regular prices. You oh, know, I was wasn't like, there for that. I think I was fast asleep. Thirty dollars. No, at um, the McDonald's. Oh yeah, that's yes. right. Was, yeah, you were already heading back because that was back. the awards night. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was, that was awards, awards night. night. Okay. Yep. Well, anyway, for, it was it was yeah. Get away from the strip, and it was it was normal. Yeah. So for the listeners, as I, I guess you tell, we just made our way back from uh, Las Vegas, and uh, in this show, I think we're going to do a little recap of the geeks' experience as we walk the floors of uh, the contest room, walk the floors of the vendor room, talk a little bit about the folks we met. Yep. Fun we had. Good stuff, man. Good people. Holy the, shit, good people. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of all of it. <laughs> so I don't think there was too much ugly. I don't think so either. I think I think it was mostly all good, you know. The bad come came afterwards. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's that's still going. It's uh it'll go on for more a like while the, too. More, but, more like the ridiculous. Romper room yeah. era. Yes. Uh, romper yes. room hour. Yes. <laughs> Armchair God. quarterbacks. You, you always see that in the days after yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Days and weeks afterward, people uh, yeah. you know, expressing their I don't know dislikes or yeah. And I think it needs to be like said right away that we we I I'm speaking for the group here, but um I thought we all think that Bob and Joe and the team, the Nats folks, just did an absolutely fantastic job with the Nationals. I mean, that is, you know, I've I've never put on a national show, but I've never even put no. on a show before other than just judging. But I can only imagine the amount of work that goes into pulling off an event like that. And uh, so, hats off to to Bob and Joe and the entire um, Nats team. You guys did an awesome job. Yeah, it was, and it was a great time. I think so too. And you know, I think that's one of the things that really gets me most. Uh, hits hits me the hardest with this whole romp room armchair quarterback and things going on is folks are airing all this bullshit in their IPMS Las Vegas groups here on the Facebook uh, page and it's just a, yeah. it's a slap in their face and I think it's uncalled for. Yeah, I, I think that that Bob and Joe and and their entire staff, like you said, uh, uh, Scott, they just did take, an awesome freaking take, job. Take it and, to the IPMS USA page yes, if please. you want to complain. And if you, you know, if you want to complain, be the change, run for office, or don't be an IPMS member. You, you see some of these comments being, "Well, I'm not an IPMS member." Well, then why are you commenting? That's right. You no, know, IPMS yeah. exists. It's the Nationals. If there's another organization that wants to step up and do that, do it. Start one. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. You know, complaining on the uh, Las Vegas IPMS Facebook page doesn't serve a purpose because all they're doing is putting on and enforcing what IPMS USA puts out. So it's like they're shooting a messenger when they need to go. If they have problems, then they need to go to the source, which would be IPMS USA to voice their concerns. And and I think it's a, it's a huge slap in the face to all the people that are spending their time volunteering. Nobody's getting paid for that. That's right. Spending the time to put on a show that, um, they're doing the best that they can. And in my opinion, they, they all, they always do a great job, but this year with all the with COVID and everybody having to wear masks and just everything associated around it. I I just thought that I was so excited to be there. I was happy to be there. I knew it was going to be expensive. There were some complaints about the cost. Yeah, I got it. Vegas is expensive. Then make the decision to not go. Then there's no, there's nobody forcing you to go to Nats. 
and uh, you don't have to go. There's no law. So if you go, do your homework, do your research. And um, if you can't afford to go, then maybe you shouldn't go. But complaining, you know, about the show, I think is just, you know, and some of the complaints are just a little um, unprofessional and they're just unwarranted, you know, especially for folks that were not there. Like if you're not there and you and you haven't experienced the nationals before, um, then just why don't you why don't you just hold your comments or put them find the right form to put them and I'm putting I think the, that's I'm, it's the right form yeah and I'm putting this mildly yeah. right I, I'm trying to be respectful here um, and, and but you know yeah to everybody who you're you're a, you're upsetting the folks that put their hard earned time which is worth more than anything to pull off a show and they did they did yep. a great job and I, I couldn't have been happier and I can't wait for the next nationals it was. That's really good. Yep, I agree, one hundred percent. There's a proper time and place, right? So, Amen, brother. Well, I think that's uh, you know, there's a lot of negative that that's happened afterwards, and let's kind of put that behind us and kind of move on to some of the the good stuff. Heck yeah, because that's what it right, was. The good stuff. The model show, man, and and the really great stuff is models, and we'll talk about that in a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I think even better than the models is people. Oh my goodness! Yeah, some man. of the folks that we ran into out there. Uh, Wow. Yeah. It was good seeing people that we hadn't seen in a while. Not only that, it, the, uh, you know, our listeners, too. And we have a few people that write into us uh, often. And, uh, you know, we ran into those folks while we were out there. Um, I got a, I compiled a list, even, uh, titled Geeks We Met at Nats. So, <laughs> <laughs> so just real quick, I'll run down. You know, we... Um, Bob Bear and his wife from Charlotte, North Carolina, they come by. Uh, Tim Cavalier, we ran into him yep. in the uh, contest room, chatted with him for a bit. Uh, Andrew and Ariel Horton, they were uh, they were actually there as, uh, in the vendor room, but then, uh, you know, they're frequent listeners as well. Yep. Uh, let's see, Daniel Brewer, Knoxville, Tennessee, Navy guy. Remember him? He's Audi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we chatted yep. with him for a bit. Uh, let's see, another guy, Chris McLean out of Bandera, Texas. Craig Bomber, right up the road in Baltimore. Yep. Stephen Bernardo from uh, Brooks, Alberta, Canada. And then lastly, Hank Knopfel and his dad. Now, Hank won, picked up, what, three awards in the juniors. Congratulations, Hank. Nice work. Yeah, there was, uh, well, let's not forget Jesse, uh, was it Comer? Yeah, who else you got, man? Uh, it's, uh, well, there's there's a ton of them. I, you know, I, I think what we need to do is start a register, kind of like our, our brothers over at the Mojo have done. What a great idea. Yeah, they had uh, a, uh, more what a guest book, shows. right? Yeah. Guest book, yeah. It's just a great idea. Smart idea, yeah. It was our first, it's only our second show. Yeah. So we're still learning. So please forgive us if, please, you know, if we didn't mention you, sincerest apologies. There were so many people that came up to us. And I got to tell you, the first time when you're at a show and somebody taps you on the shoulder and says, are you guys those model geeks? And we're like, yeah, they're like, oh, we recognize the voice. Most of the time, they hear Whitey's voice, and they're like, yeah. oh, wait a second, I, I, you guys, you know, me, I, I, they probably don't recognize my voice at all. But Whitey's got the very distinctive, you know, and good voice. Darren's got the good. Ri- I'm the only one out of the geeks. I sound like a freaking little kid. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Scott. I'm Nemo. Nice to meet you. you know, it's just funny, but um, no. To, for the first time when they come up and they tap you on the shoulder and they 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 just let you know that. They first of all that they even that they listen to you and that you know that they love listening to the show. I, that's just I can't think of a bigger compliment than than that. People saying that they are inspired by our work and by us 
to to build. That's I'm I'm good. That is just unbelievably humbling. Frildo over here, he went around crushing hands. <laughs> He's going to eliminate the competition by crushing hands, man. Well, I was just always told, you know, growing up, my dad always said, you know, a firm handshake. You yeah, know? That's that's not firm. <laughs> and, Your, yours is like vice grip. And nothing uh, gives me heebie-jeebies more is when you go shake someone's hand oh, and it's like... Uh, feels like a flounder. Yeah, like a flounder. Know, it's got to be... <laughs> <soft>. Loose lip. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, to, I got you. I'm with you there. I yeah. need to apologize to Jesse. I, I I butchered his last name. It's Hosmer, I believe, is how you pronounce his last name. I'm, you know, I okay. can't pronounce cat. So um, horrible. Uh, I'm horrible with Jesse. names. That's why I wrote them all down. Yeah, well. <laughs> so the only thing worse than my enunciation is my memory. <laughs> so oh goodness, yeah. I don't even. I can't even remember if I have a memory. <laughs> I used to. I think. I don't know. Oh, that's funny stuff, man. <laughs> it's all it's all wasted on Natops limits and sh- systems and crap like that. EPs. Well, uh, speaking of Nate, we also ran into a a retired P three NFO out there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, it was well, in the vendor room, right? Yeah, the vendor yeah. room. Can't remember, his wife's name is Lynn, Lynn, Linda Barado. She gave me a deal on a uh, that PBB four Y conversion. Uh, they were selling selling off selling off his stash. Uh, yeah, we were shooting the bull with him for quite a while on the, yeah. uh, on Navy stuff. Swapping sea stories. Old sea stories, yeah, man. Speaking of deals. Yeah, man. Good segue into the old vendor room. What'd you buy? Or, What'd you buy? Yeah. I I bought, uh, I got. I think I bought f- five kits and um, a bunch of books. But I still, I didn't spend near what I had planned on spending. You know, I mean, I still Me spent either. a lot, I mean, I, but you know, I, my concern was, uh, of course, you know, how are you going to get it back? How are you going to get it back? And I took the biggest suitcase that we own and left <laughs> half of it empty, and and it worked out great with yeah. podcast gear. And let's see, I bought five kits, five kits also, yeah, wow. and they all fit in there fine, you know. So that was great. I, I, I'm sorry, go ahead, Fro. I think it, I got, I think it was five kits, and the one I was most you know, excited to get was I've been. Everybody knows I'm a Star Wars fan, and I've wanted a seventy two. Oh, did you skid. finally pee the T on that one? I year? did the Y wing. Man, you have been hard on that for so long. I, I was like, dude, you better go get it. It's gonna be friggin' gone. And we went back the next day, and after I bought that one, the other one was gone. Yeah, and it was a good Ooh. price on it because you're not gonna touch it for that. Wasn't gonna last past yeah. day one, man. No, it wasn't. So yeah, I'm glad I went and peed the T on it, and now I have it in my in my possession. Yeah, I thought that I I was really I probably spent the most of my money at the Rear Plane Detective. That's where I bought most of the kits. Yeah, um, he had some good deals. He had some really really good stuff. Every day I picked up probably you know one or two, and then uh, bought a couple of. Sorry, um, Jeff, I feel like I'm cheating, but I did buy a couple sheets from Brian Fighter Town. Had a new sheet out, um, so I feel like I'm cheating on on Jeff Furball. But <laughs> sorry, you know. Um, but I had a, had a great time chatting with Brian and, uh, he had, had a couple of good, uh, sheets. So I had to pick those up. Um, and then of course, I, for me personally, this is just my own, um, inspiration for me was, uh, Jerry and Judy Crandall from Eagle Editions, um, were there. Um, and so it was, I've never actually met Jerry Crandall, uh, or, or Judy before. And it was just a delight to meet both of them. Um, Jerry's, you know, somebody who's been doing 
uh, extensive research on 109s and D9s and just aircraft in general um, for years. I remember seeing his artwork when I was a kid. And so and he uh, his, his decal sheets and Eagle parts and Eagle cows and Eagle editions, all of their products are just you know they're they're uh, they're incredible, and it was really great to meet him and just to sit and talk to him. So both both of them, both Judy and and Jerry, were awesome. They're really cool. So yeah, that was, I that I was pick good. up a one hundred and nine, so I'm gonna have to hit him up. He's the man. I, I'm a, I'm a one hundred and nine novice. I I don't know. You know, I, I obviously I know what one looks like, um, but as far as the different variants, you know, the the Tamiya kit's what a G six forty eight yeah. skill. You know, I snatched that up because it was a great deal. I, yeah. I think. A, Thirty like bucks. Free, it was practically it? Yeah, free. That's almost free. That's free. And, uh, that's, that's so free. I snatched that up um, to go with the, uh, you know, the Spitfire too, I guess. But the G six, uh, you know. So I don't know. I'll I'll go through his decal catalog and see what's see what catches my eye. There's a lot you're of gonna, tons of good stuff. Uh, yeah, you're gonna yeah. do those in flight fly stand. Make sure you make Pappy happy. The Spitfire better be. Happy oh yeah, yeah, right. Man. <laughs> 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 Different podcast. Sorry, but. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, y'all spent, y'all spent some cash. I did, yeah. I, I, I did get, um, there was, a, I think, Casemate, the publisher was there. They had these oh, new, yeah. um, I, I just, I think they're by um, Hawkins, I think is the last name of the author. They're all color, and they're probably maybe 10 by 10. They're like a square book, and they're maybe, I don't know, quarter of an inch thick. But it's all full color nice thick glossy pages i bought um i think seven or eight of those oh, books wow. they're really re- i mean they're beautiful more into the books and the the uh re- reference books yeah I, I always never have too many references yeah. yeah you i mean i have i just I, I i do more like you know like all of us i I do more reading and looking stuff up than i do building yeah. you know so well, yeah, it was good. I thought I thought the vendor room was. I mean, did did we? I missed seeing George from Tamiya. I missed seeing. I always liked the Zoki Mira guys because sure. they're just so friendly and they give stuff away and they're just. It's fun to go to their table and see what the new stuff is they're they're doing. So I you know missed having those guys. Of course, I missed having the Edward folks. But still, I mean, the vendor room was packed, and I I have no complaints. I. I thought it was good, and there were some there were deals to be had too. Oh yeah, I uh, I broke the bank. I spent a whole twenty five bucks a whole week in the vendor room. You got to be kidding! Wow, me. really? I'm not lying, man. I, Jeez, I could not find anything there that I just had to have. It, you didn't want another F four? Uh, no, I've got. <laughs> No. Seven's enough? No, I don't have seven. <laughs> I, I had my list. But, I, but, I, but I'm done. I, mean, I, had, I just got plenty. I found a couple things that I had on my list, um, but with Edward not being there, yeah, I, I was hoping no. to get some bombs for the tornado. See, that would have been a game changer. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> that yeah. would have been a game changer. I, I um, have I have a whole bunch of um, of the Edward, the brass and stuff. I've, I've got like a whole loadout, for, and I'm never going to use it, so they're there yours you go. if you want them. All right. Twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I don't know what loadout you're looking for, but they have like I'll, I'll, the I'll, GBU. I think yeah. the GBU 123s. Those fat RAF. I'll, I'll show you. Yeah. I'll show you what I have, and then you can either use them or not. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cool. Good deal. All right. Well, I want to talk about one other thing here. We talked about people that we had met before. Yeah. Uh, you know, our, our listeners running around there. 
Let's talk about the other podcast folks, the Posse and uh, the oh, Mojo man. guys. What a great, yeah, man, great group of of, of people. We're all a bunch the, of good dudes. We are all the same, man. It's just yeah. I like we were talking. So the other night, uh, they invited me on the Triple P and and with um with Mike from Model Mojo, and um, I, it it is so weird how I, what I don't know. A couple of hours after meeting these guys, it's like you've known them for years. Yep. Yeah. Like you've known years. them forever. And we all kind of think the same way and we're all like the same kind of just, you know, love. It's passion about model building, you know, and there's that bond just, I mean, immediately. And uh, so it's like, yeah, I've only, I feel like I've known them for years. Like I can't wait to see them again. Yep. You know, all, every single one of them. Yep. And, and the, uh, whoever set up the breakfast in the morning that was awesome to be able to see. Yeah, that was a good meet. time. Yeah, we'll have to do that at every Nats. We'll have to make sure that we spend the time to to have a breakfast. I thought that was I thought it was good. Yeah, you know, I, I want to make sure that you know Dave and you know those guys down in Australia know uh, the guys over in the UK know that they were missed as well. Yeah, uh, it'd been great if they could have gone up. Stuart and all yeah. them from Canada. Uh, it would have been nice to have everybody there, and I can't wait to Omaha, man, when all this COVID BS is gone, and yeah. you know we can all get together in the room and in a not just Omaha, but we need to look down the road at a Telford trip. Absolutely. Oh man, I'm, can I'm, you imagine? I'm already on board. Yeah, twist. My That'd arm. be fun. Yeah, Tim, yeah. Tim, our uh, you know club president, he's been over there a couple of times. He said, you know, he, Tim was out there in Vegas with us as well, and um, you know, standing in the vendor room, he. He, he says to me, he goes, you know, Whitey, over at Telford, this thing's about four times the size. And I'm yeah. like, what? And he's like, yeah, man. I was like, man, all right. Because that room we were in was like the huge, same, about the size of an airplane hangar. Yeah. And uh, man, four times. Phew. Yeah, that's crazy. I know I was supposed to go a couple of years ago. Well, last time he went. Yeah. Uh, Annette and I were going to go, and I forget what happened, but we. Uh, it's not we that. I mean, it's only like a six hour flight. So it's, it's like flying this. to LA. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Not a big yep. deal. It's just uh, just top the pond. Flights are a little bit more expensive. I'm just not driving because yeah. I'm not going to be the guy on the <laughs> other side of the road, on the other side of the car. No. Yeah. Eh, been yeah. there, done that. Plus, the beers are really good over there, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think great. the people, man, that was just, it, there's, a, there's a unique bond that we all have, not only just with the podcasts and, and, and also, those dudes can build some models. Oh man. my God, can't they? I, when I when because I walked around a little bit with John and Scott and TJ, and we were just yeah, showing each other like yeah. they wanted to see my stuff, I wanted to see their stuff. And when I saw, you know, Scott's the whatever the Star Wars, um, the whatever the I don't know the Slave name, One, Slave One, yeah. Holy jeez. And then I looked at John and TJ's armor. Oh, builds, my God, man. And yeah, I'm like, I saw TJ's stuff. It was gorgeous. I, I, I was just like, holy hell, man. That is that is unbelievable. I didn't get to see any of the other guys' stuff. But, um, yeah, the, 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 the stuff that I did see, I was like, I was blown away. Man, they came, they came prepared, too. They had totes full of stuff. They yeah. did, yeah. <laughs> oh, they holy were. goodness. Kentucky Mike, he had that um, Airfix Bofors. 72 scale little kit. Oh, okay. He brought that, you know, if you look on that, their Facebook page, he's been working on that. Yeah. He brought yeah. that on. That was, I want to say he picked up an award with that, I believe. Yeah, he did. Uh, but that looked, you know, at 72 scale. is like, wow, man, that thing's really cool looking. You yeah. Know? 
just just yeah they're they're the quality of the builds from the other podcast members just blows me away you know it's just just unbelievable hey before we move on and we get to the uh yep get over to the old contest room i want to ask you guys going back to the vendor room because like i said i spent 25 bucks man that's 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 got to be some sort of weird on 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 a set of decals that's got to be a record right what did you get speaking of decals i thought the i thought the nats decal sheet was pretty nice oh yeah 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 i think so too yep they're they're pretty cool yeah, I think I'm going to do that F15. I've been itching to do an F15 with some odd markings, so those are just kind of cool. Yep. And then I, I always, like, I was trying to go around to find, because I took pictures of all the best ofs, and there was one of the best use of Nat's decals. I was like, huh, that's an actual, I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind building that one and using that, because I, I was like, whoever enters in that or has that, that category or whatever, but... Yeah, I thought, I thought special category. Special category. Yeah, there were a lot more special categories than was on that were on that sheet. Yeah, well, we, we, we can get into that one, one right? Well, yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, in the, uh, yeah. contest room here in a second. Yeah, but, uh, back to my decals, and y'all can't yeah. throw anything at me. What'd you buy? I bought a set of uh, Win GT four GT decals for my. Well, that's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. that's okay. Why are we gonna throw something at you? Well, yeah, you know, that's you're, okay. You're a car guy. It's, it's not seventy. It's got a wing on the back. They weren't seventy second scale. Oh no! Right? No. See? No. We're good. No, you're good. But that's uh, good. that's one. That I just got the gravity paint frill that you know we went back and forth on. But did you get the thinner? No, I didn't. I was going to bring it over, but I forgot this morning. But that stuff's supposed to be ready to shoot, right? What you need just for cleaning it, right? Just no, because if you look at it, to shoot. I'm like I said, I like the my paint a certain way, and I always I put a couple drops in it because it's kind of thick when it comes out of the jar. Yeah, and I like it thinner, and so I just add a couple drops to it, and then to clean the airbrush, I think I used lacquer thinner. Okay, but to mix the paint, I used their thinner because it's not lacquer. I think it's acetone based. Right. It reminds me a lot of Alclad when Alclad first came out, and they said you couldn't put it down over bare plastic because it would eat into the plastic yeah and i think that's the same the same way with that stuff and okay. so and i tell you do not you know put on thick coats because like yeah your i did first see that coat, you got to do it real light to build it up i think like i said i think it's acetone based so you got to give it time to you don't yeah, just that plastic. eat the plastic yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. it's good paint it's hard as nails but uh and did you get there clear because they have a clear coat which no I but i've myself. got a zero i got a zero paints 4k clear so Cool. I was kind of but, afraid to use that clear because once you mix it, you have to shoot it because and like and as soon as you're done, you got to clean your airbrush because that stuff dries in your airbrush. Yeah, you're done. You're you might as well throw the airbrush away because you're not going to get it. And wow. so I was kind of afraid. I was like, oh, I'll just use Tamiya clear. And yeah, I wish I would have just got there and just clean the airbrush right away. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. We'll see what happens. But but yeah, that was my twenty five bucks set of car decals. And but that's gonna be a sweet looking automobile when it's done. Cool man, yeah. You don't get. We're not going to dump all over you for buying car decals. That's okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just fun. That's okay. I'm just. But if you buy seventy second scale, just like regular deep that, then yeah, you're going to get a load of crap. Okay, we're not going to alienate anybody. We're not. (laughs) Just kidding. Seventy second scale is fine. (laughs) It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an inside thing, folks. It's just an inside thing. (laughs) So, all right. So let's. Going back to that vendor room for a second, what is the one thing you guys found that you just couldn't leave without? Did did y'all get something that? Yep. Oh, uh, shot fire. So I was over over at uh, John's 
uh, John of John's Models down in Pensacola, old friend of ours. Um, good to see him as well. You can talk about running to old uh, old buddies and things like that. Um, I used to live like 10 minutes up the road from John's, which was great. If I needed something, it was like, call him up. Hey, meet me out back at the store. You know, but anyhow, he, uh, you know, he always has a box of just aftermarket stuff kicking around. So found a brass set of F-105 gear for my monogram 105, there which is go. practically a must with those kits. Yes. And, uh, but the, one of the things that I didn't even know existed that was sitting in there, um, I have a monogram Eastern Airlines DC-3 uh, that I want to do up as a, uh, as an early American Airlines DC-3. And so I was already looking at photos and references of the early cowlings and um, engines and things made a set of early cowlings and uh, boom, there they were sitting right there in that box of just random resin aftermarket stuff. I was boom, right out of that. So I'd say out of all the stuff I went home with, that's the one thing I was like, wow, didn't even know existed, found it. Now I don't have to modify anything. And uh, that, that builds kind of, once I'm done with my desert storm, thing for this year which i'm i'm (laughs) still plugging toward um the tornado is going to be the last one at this rate isn't it man it looks like it i was telling (laughs) scott the other day i was looking at my little notes and i was like man i started that thing back in freaking what may or something like that i said yeah it's been a that's way too long man i I did get the the mrp desert sand going on it yesterday i saw that looks good yeah um but anyway, yeah, coming out of the vendor room, uh, you know, what I come, what'd you come home with that was like a no shit good find? Uh, that that was it. That was my little diamond in the rough right there. Was that item? Well, well you got the Moss Kit exhaust too for it. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, those were those were in there as well. Yeah, that was a good. Uh, uh, that's, that was a good box awesome. of goodies John had kicking around out there. I huh. there was nothing that that I bought. Well, I probably I got I picked up one of the uh, um, Hasegawa A fours. The Top Gun, you know, mockins. Yeah. You know, I know the, the decals suck, but it's just, you know, it's just a, I'm just trying to buy back all the A4s that I sold. I saw, you know, because we, so. we we got there early, right? We were yeah. there on uh, Tuesday. Well, well, Wednesday when they first, yeah. Yeah. first yeah. opened Tuesday, up. So we, yeah. we were walking around the vendor room before it was even open to the public. And I did see there were probably a dozen or so A4, monogram A4s. I mean, uh, Haskawa A4s. Yep. Uh, of various prices. Yeah. And I thought about picking up a couple of them. Uh, it would just been something else I'd had to carry home though in my suitcase. And then I guess there was somebody that went through there and bought all of them up. Well, not all of them. There was like two or three that were left. Yeah. Or like two. But yeah, he went in and like bought like all the ones that he saw. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I ended up getting the 48 scale and 30 second scale top gun a four from Hasegawa. Just the, the 30 second scale kits awesome because it comes with the, um, the uh, ACM iPod and the pylon that holds it. So that's just rather than having to scratch build it, you know, that already comes with the kit. So, um, you know, and it that's that's the whole reason. And it was a good price on that too. It was it was not super expensive. No, I think I remember which one you're talking about. Was that was that Rare Planes? Yeah, the Rare, yeah, pr- rare yeah. Plane I, Detective. I saw, yeah. it, I saw it sitting there, and it was a good yeah. price. And the last the last day, I I just um been kind of itching to do another 109 with some weird paint scheme and so i I found a couple of those edward 30 second scale 109 e's um and then uh sort of the inspiration for that was when i was flipping through the eagle editions 
uh, the Eagle Cows over at their table, they had this one that's got this really odd striped like paint scheme on the side. So I ended up uh, I ended up picking up a couple of those kits. I think I bought all my kits were from <laughs> Rare Plane Detective. Um, there was one that that I let get. Uh, so this. I let one uh, slip through the cracks. I didn't pee the tea on it when I should have, and it was from John. It was the Tamiya DO335, the single seater. Yeah. And he had a price of like 30 bucks, which is pretty good. That's practically free, pra- man. Practically free. That, that, that's free. And uh, and I, wa- I was like, oh, it'll be there. Let me just, I like, I think I either had a bunch of stuff in my hands or whatever it was. I was going to go back to the table, drop off our stuff, and then come back and pick it up. And what do you think happened whenever yeah, I came back to pick gone. it up? It was gone. You got to get it when you see it. Yeah. I had yep. one of those instances happen to me. It, I was on the fence. I was walking past the table and saw uh, the HK148 Lancaster. Uh, yeah. So I was, was going to t- touch on that too. The guy had it there for 107 bucks, which is, you know, with no shipping and, you know, that I was, that's a good price right there, man. Yep. And I was, I was standing there talking to Tim at the time and I'm rattling in my head I'm like yeah I should just grab that thing and then a guy come walking by I was like picked it up bought it and I was like oh good luck to the guy then you know (laughs) all right you know you mentioned that the the one thing I saw was the uh the Lancaster the the nose art yeah yeah. just just the Ford fuselage which I think is just cool as hell but what really struck me was they had the uh test shot of the B17 yeah yeah that was at that same table same table yeah yeah. Yeah. So I guess they're saying that's going to be out just before Christmas. That's cool. That'll and be a seller. I, I, yeah. I want both of those. I think those are just make really cool desk additions for the yeah. office desk. Sure. You know? Yeah. you know what would look awesome is um, what it's thirty two scale. You said, uh, yeah. I'd like I to do. So. I'd exactly. like to do yeah, something like that with the uh, yeah. with a crew in there. You know, like yeah. think think of that like um, mural up there, the Keith Ferris mural of the B seventeen yep. crew. You know, that would be cool to have them in there, manning the guns. Yeah, so the Brass one side flying. of it, it's the uh, starboard side of the uh, kit is clear. Yeah. So yeah. if you wire that, it would really look cool uh, on the back side, uh, and then of course with the figures and stuff, it would it would just look oh, cool man. as hell. Yeah. You could really go nuts with it. Just think all the nose art decals that will come out for that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, all the different. Yeah. So um, I came close to peeing the tea on that uh, the Lancaster one, but I, were there any uh, kits that? in particular you guys were looking for that they didn't have? I know there were a couple for me that I was kind of bummed that I didn't see. One was the late version of the new ICM Cobra. I was kind of bummed I didn't see that yeah. one. And then um, what was the? there was one other kit. Oh, the I guess it's that new 35th scale 109. I was hoping oh, to pick right. that yep. one up, but Andy said it's just not. It, it, it should have been out, but... It's held just, up at yeah, held customs up, or something. Yeah, just, just couldn't quite make it. And then, of course, you know, I'm definitely looking forward. Uh, but I don't think it's till later, till the new late A from Tamiya that comes out. So, but I, I didn't think that one was going to be there. But, um, yeah, it was definitely, those are just the Cobra and then the the 135th scale 109. Was, those are the two that were not there. But, yeah. How about you guys? Anything that you were looking for that disappointed you didn't see? Uh, Not really. Like. I really wasn't looking for that wide wings. I didn't think I'd find one, but it was always on my short list of kits that I was after. And when I saw it, I kind of like yeah, uh, you hemmed and hawed back and forth. I on did that. for like half a day, <laughs> and then I went back on it like six times, and I fondled it, and I was like, uh, you know, and I was like, you know what, forget it. So I went back and got it. And I'm glad I did because we went. White and I walked back like the next day, and it was the other one was gone. 
And uh, I was going to pick up the TIE Fighter, too, because that TIE Fighter is a nice kit as well. But I didn't pick up the... I, I but, but I did, so... Most most of my list was aftermarket stuff I was looking for, but I did have one one kit on my you know because most kits all right you can get them on eBay or whatever pretty easily. Um, you know, going to shows is where I I'll hunt around for aftermarket items. Uh, but kit wise, I was like, okay, it's the Nats. Maybe a vendor will be having uh, Arc models, a fairly new kit, fairly new company, I believe too. I'm, I think they're out of Russia or Ukraine, uh, but they make an LA nine and forty eight scale. I don't know if you know, know no, what that even is. Yeah, or, what's an LA-9? Well, Google an LA-9. It's a late World War II uh, Russian fighter, obviously. Lack of, like, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, but um, really cool-looking plane, sleek. And um, they used them up through the Korean War, the North Koreans. Yeah, that's it. And uh, there's actually one down at Jerry Yagen's museum uh, that I wish they would fly, but they're, it's the only one. Oh, that's the one that's only sitting one. in the hangar. Yep. Yeah, we walked up and looked at that. Yeah, man. That's it's just right. a cool looking plane, man. You run your hands down the side of the fuselage and it's just like, man. I mean, yeah. It is no, cool, cool looking. looking. So I was looking for that yeah, one. Yeah, man. But no dice. And then another one that was kind of like on my list was the Ming 32nd scale. I think it's an HE 163, the Comet, the Tailist. Oh, yeah. Tailist yeah. Comet. I thought you bought that. I did. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. And so I found that's a good price on that. So I peed the T on that. Yeah, it's another, um, the new Ming, um, the Super Hornet, the new two-seater. Yeah, I was man. hoping it was going to be there. I know it's out. I think I think there are some, I saw a couple of folks online that had received them already from Lucky Model, so um, they should be coming, you know, but I'll probably wait till Sprue Brothers has it and just order it from them, so. Cool. What about uh, the raffles? Did y'all win anything in the raffles? I did, yeah, man. I, no, didn't, I didn't win anything. Yeah. I, I don't ever win anything with the raffles. Yeah? What did yeah. you win, Whitey? Uh, I, well, you know, you say win. I like the way they did the raffle. I and, did too. and again, squawking-wise, you heard, heard some squawking over. You know, so for those that weren't there, the way they did the raffle is you, you buy a stack of tickets, your number comes up, and you, you had a wall of kits. You go up and just pick what you want. And that's exactly what I did. went up and, you know, Took my time looking through what they had, and there was a Tamiya uh, Spitfire, 48 scale, you know, so. Oh, that's right. I boom. did see so that. Snatched myself one of those uh, out of the stack. Uh, and I like that they did the raffle that way, because I've been at shows before where they pin the number to the kit, and then, you know, you wind up with something that you're really not interested in, you know, and, um, you know, and then you can do some horse trading off the side later on with other people, but uh, the bottom line, to be able to just go up and pick what you want was, was fantastic. Now, of course... By the time you get to day four, now the the pickings are slim, man. You know, so you know, so, so there's some grumbling over yeah. that. Oh, what do I want to get a you know a tester's OV10 Bronco? That's <laughs> or, like you know some old or a rickshaw you know, hey, or something, or yeah, or, or a rickshaw. A rickshaw, or, <laughs> a rickshaw. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but but I, I like the fact that they had that, and then you had the special tickets that you could pay a little yeah, more see, for. That's and what could, I had. And they had some fantastic kits over there. And you, you, yeah, you. Yeah, what'd I, you pick up there? I got the uh, Suzuki Moore forty eight scale. Oh H- man, H O two ninety nine. Oh, so. can't beat that, man. Yeah, for a five dollar ticket, boom. For a five dollar ticket, yeah, I can't wait. Get me some wood grain decals. Yeah, man, oh, that's gonna be ah decals. Paint that yeah. stuff, man. Yeah, we'll see decals. We'll see. I get the decals. Yeah, I know. <laughs> make, it, make your life easier. Make it look. That Ushi's That Ushi wood paneling. Oh, that's yeah, nice. Great, great stuff. Good stuff. So, yeah, all right. I love raffles, as y'all know. 
Usually yeah, you are. Those. You're a big raffle guy. Every show we go to, you, you buy a stack of them. Here's a, I, I don't like raffles because I never win anything. Why do I never win anything? Because you don't Because I don't him. buy any raffle tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, lot, like, like, like the lottery. You know, you can't win if you don't That's buy a right. ticket. You got yeah. to play. Yeah, just... You, you, you got to pay to play. <laughs> and bottom line is it all goes to Good supporting cost. the cause. Yeah. That's right. You know, I mean, the, the kits are donated by the companies typically. You know, and so, you know, yeah, exactly. You've thrown a few bucks their way. Great. Okay. One last thing I want to say about the vendor room. It's not about kits, but I do want to mention this. And that was Bill over at Basis by Bill. Oh, yeah. I do want to touch on guy. that because his stuff is wow. off the hook. When it comes to cases and bases, cases. See that? Ooh, good free, work. Freestyling there, freestyling cases. Wiki, and wiki, bases. wiki, wiki. <laughs> but uh, I've talked to him since we've been home, and I've got two uh, display cases coming. Cool. Uh, uh, for a couple projects I'm working on, but great prices. Uh, Talk about free. There, yeah, yeah. No, no kidding. He he does some beautiful work, and it is not an arm and a leg. Yeah. Um. I'll put a link uh, in the show notes to his, his place. Just check him out on Facebook. Just, you know, search bases by Bill. But, man, he's got some good-looking stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, there's already – I want to have one – I talked to him about um, building a special base that has an inlay so yep. I could lay a mirror in it. Yep. And then he's going to carve in the – you know, use the laser to carve in. I'm going to build one for the – or have one made for the Spitfire. Mm-hmm. And um, – yeah, I was just, I was blown away. I was thinking they're probably going to be like $50, $60 and up. And they're not even close to that. No. I think they were like $20 or 25 or something like that. Yeah, if it's just the base. I think yeah. I did, not. I got a little bit more elaborate with the ones I ordered. Yeah, and yeah. It's still a $150 ship, but it's yeah, got, that's crazy. it's a complete case with oh, the ca- LED yeah. lights in it what? and inlays and stuff. Wow. 150 bucks shipped. That's cheap. It's free. That's free. Well, it's not free, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a good deal. Yeah, it is a great deal. He, yeah. He's got some, and he does all sorts of stuff. Multiple rat, uh, uh, shelves, cases, and yep, uh, and then colored stuff too. Yeah, colored that's cases. yeah. I want to have again. I want to have him once yeah. we get our geeks T-shirt design on the back, or maybe have him make that so that we can have it sitting at the table. Oh yeah, you that'd know, be cool. I think it'll be kind of neat. Yeah, that'd be cool. Be cool. So. All right. Well, I think uh, I don't have anything left for the vendor room. We we'll go around. Anybody else uh, got anything to want to add to it? Nope, just thanks to all the vendors. Appreciate you yeah. guys coming out and putting on a good show and taking my money. Yeah, and if we didn't mention you guys, I know we didn't really talk much. Of, uh, there, there's some of them out there that we just didn't get to, and I apologize. But uh, it's it's good having all you guys there. <laughs> oh, man. I was just – how about the guy in the uniform? <laughs> yeah, he was man. fantastic. Yeah, different one on every day. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> He's a colorful guy. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't actually talk That's to him, best. but I listened to him talk, and it was just entertainment. Yeah, man, he was <laughs> great, good. great dude. Yeah, <laughs> great dude. It was funny after <laughs> Tim and I got hammered by him. Whitey walks up, and we kind of like <laughs> we let Whitey walk into it, and <laughs> we let him sit there. Yeah, man, I was popping smoke. No, he's a good guy, man. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Well, hey, Scott, you want to lead us over into the uh, contest room? All right, so the good old contest room at Nats. So I think, like, total models, even with the display area, was, like, over 5,000, you know, total models, um, which is a, a lot. I think comp- Is it that high? Yeah. Well, with, with, no, the dis- with displays. With, with oh, the displays. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Not, not, okay. 
Yeah, not, not not entry. Yeah, but yeah. just like total model wise, I think it was over. I don't well, have. I mean, the there were ex- like eight hundred tanks in that one. Yeah, yeah I don't. So. I don't have the exact statistics on the, the specific numbers. I'm sure the Nat site has got all that. Well, stuff. Well, we're going to sit down with Bob. Uh, I know I was going to give him a call and, and get yeah. some of the final numbers. Cool. Uh, we, cool. we can shoot those yeah. out. There well, at the award so. ceremony, that you know they always give the tally, and they were like. 2,683 entries. Entries, yeah. Which I thought was because the Chattanooga show had like over 3,000. Yeah. And so I thought that was kind of, I figured there'd be a lot more in this entries? one. Entries? Entries yeah. into this one because it's the first contest. Well, and, let's see. There was, what, two and a half rows of aircraft alone, right? Yeah. yeah. And the, the, the center row, Tim and I started at one and we counted down. And we were just over 500 kits on that one row. Yeah. So I there's another row and a half there. And I mean the armor and the car there was a ton of cars. Well they yeah. said thirty one percent of the entries were aircraft. Yeah, well, I could, yeah, I there was a lot of that's the most one thirty two scale aircraft I've yes. ever seen. Right? Yeah, there were a lot. I know yeah, there were yeah, there were a lot. I mean that you know, we'll get into the who judged and what you saw and what you thought and all that kind of good stuff, but I think contest room Great representation from from everybody. The only thing I noticed that I didn't see a lot of were Gundam. I didn't see a lot of Gundam. I don't. I, I think saw, there were a couple, but just I didn't a couple. See. Yeah, and 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 kind of makes sense, right? I mean, Nats is. I mean, I, I think the Gundam, like when we were at MosquitoCon, there, there was more ton. Gundam than I've ever seen. In fact, there were more Gundam than there were figures. Yeah. There were there were a lot, and, and at Nats there were a lot of figures. Um, so I was actually a little surprised that I didn't see as many Gundam um, kits. Um, I also I think that the most of the categories there were a lot of once they were finally split. I think that there were a lot, and I heard a little bit of grumbling, just like you know, after every Nats, but about how they split categories. But me personally, I didn't see any issues with how they split. I mean, it's a nationals; there are going to be a lot of models in a category. So, a first, second, if you can place anything contest-wise, you know that's that's awesome. But because you're going to have like twenty, thirty models per category, so it's hard to it's hard to win at Nats. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's not easy. Um, but I thought how they split up the categories. I thought um, how the contest room was. They had risers. Yeah, yeah that's so huge right that there. Was, thank you so much for putting the risers. Yeah, I think uh, Joe actually put out a question on the uh, Facebook group asking how people like the, uh, the visors. I the loved, risers. loved, loved the risers. It just helps cut down on the dangling of the credentials and the cameras and the it whatever does. you have on your, your hats and your stuff. You know, yeah. and I want you touched on that because I saw it more than once this time. And people, because we they did have the credentials hanging around your neck. Yeah. And people leaning over the table, even with the risers, they're still leaning over the damn tables. Not holding their, their stuff. stuff. slinging around. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, folks, if you're going to look at this stuff, remember, people have upwards of 100 hours or more into some of these kits. 800 hours in some instances yeah. in these kits. And, uh, don't go slinging your shit around like that. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. I mean, just like me, when I'm looking, I have my whatever either put away yep. or it's in my hand. And 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 I, I do my best. If I'm taking pictures, I don't lean over like on top of the model. You know, it's just that's why you got Zoom. But you just have to, as long as you're mindful of that stuff. Um, I, but I thought, you know, most, most people were... Um, were 
were, you know, doing a good job of trying to watch out for that stuff. But then you had a couple that, meh, not so much. You had an accident, too. Yeah, yeah I was did. just, uh, that was David Hansen's. Uh, yes. Buccaneer. What, his Buccaneer. Yeah. Yeah, dropped, yeah. The, dropped a trophy on it. Yeah. It was, yeah you know, that's yeah. an accident. That that That's going to happen uh, from time to time. It sucks. Don't, but yeah, it'd be pretty hot if that happened to me. Oh, and yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, there was understandably a, so, but it's not. There was like, a gentleman, um, and I'm not even going to get into describing him, other than he was he was. I'm not even going to call him a gentleman. I'm going to call him a person because I he was so loud and obnoxious, complaining to one of the judges that um, one of his models was moved. First, he was upset because it was moved and nobody called him to move the model. And then he was upset because I think there actually was some damage. So I'll I'll. I'll back him up on, yeah, anytime there's damage, you know, that that's unfortunate. But he was, like, wouldn't accept the judge's apology and saying, hey, I'm very sorry. You know, I didn't judge your category. I didn't move your model. But I don't know who did. But, you know, uh, very sorry on behalf of the Nationals. And I was listening to the conversation, and the guy just wouldn't leave well enough. He just wouldn't accept it. He's like, no. He's like, I want to be paid. I, I want to be, I should be compensated for, how are you going to compensate me? And the gentleman's like, sir, I don't, I don't, I'm not, we can't pay you for the damage to your model. And he was like, well, this is a, you know, this is a, a I worked hard on this and he was just kind of going on about, um, and wouldn't leave the guy, like wouldn't accept the apology. And I kind of felt bad for the, the judge was just doing everything he could to make it right and apologize to the guy. But, um, he just didn't like, I guess they had written down on the sheet, apologies, you know, was whatever m- during judging. Well, I don't know. I don't know what broke, but something broke. Yeah, I mean, that happened. Okay. I, mean, I, I lost so, an antenna off of my yeah. tank, but I didn't, yeah. I'm not going to gripe about it. It's an easy fix. Yeah. So newsflash. Yeah. Shit like that's going to happen. It is. It's, we, we go in there, we set stuff on the table, we know. Yeah, the things yeah. are going to get moved around. How many times have I gone to? Of course, this is my first Nats, but other contests. You go in and you'll see them moving your bases around. Sure. Uh, you know they have to see certain areas. Of it, shit's going to happen. Yeah, if you're not around and they split a category and they got to put your stuff in another, they're going to pick it up and move it. Yep, that's why. I and you put it on a base. <laughs> yeah, that lens. Yeah, exactly. Put your put your stuff on a base if that's something you're concerned about. Yeah. I mean, that's I put mine on a base. For two reasons, and it's not to make it look better than the next model. It's so that they have, so they don't have to grab the model if they have to move it. And I put it on a mirror so they so don't they have to, the so they can see the bottom and they don't have to pick it up because they're gonna pick it right. up. Yeah, there was there was a <laughs> especially out, it comes down to a tiebreaker. They want to look. They're at the They're probably bottom. gonna look at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And and it's uh so that's why I do. I don't. I would much rather have a natural environment like a, a, a tarmac or a carrier deck or sure. grass strip to put my, but I don't do that be, just for the sake of, I just don't want them touching it. That's, you know, I like the bases that have the grass and all, man, those are just, they look so much better than a stupid mirror. And I, I really don't even particularly like putting mine on mirrors, but I do because, well, like I said, just yeah. keeps the hands off the, the judge, keep yeah, the judge's hands off of it. To, to those out there that think that they're going to get one over because they don't sit it on a mirror, oh, they're not going to look at the bottom. I'm not yeah. going to bore with that seam line. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they if kinda, you get to that point, you're going to see the do. bottom. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll get into the. I think we should. Video. Probably, no judge wants to pick up your model. That's right. You know, but sure. like I say, when it comes down to tiebreaker time, it's you know, I mean, we judged category, and I was like nominated to be the guy to do picking up, and I was like, nope, not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> they did have like, so yeah, let's. Uh, I think let's we're segue yeah, let's that. segue into the judging part, right? Because I sure. think there's been a lot of um, discussions, a lot of. Um, chatter going on the face box and the old social medias. So uh, let's let's just go ahead and jump right into it. So um, who judged? I judged. I judged. Whitey I did. Frill did. Darren, you probably would have, I, but you I, had to I, bolt. I, I don't judge. You don't anybody. judge. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I, no, I did not judge. I yeah. had family in town, so I had to get back to. But uh, but Frill, Whitey, stuff. and myself, we all judged, right? And so I can I'll only speak to what I saw um, when I was judging, but. In my particular category, um, we had 19 models, and how many of them had crooked parts? Any guesses? 18. 18. That's right. Only one out of 19 had straight wheels, straight landing gear, straight pedo, straight canopy, straight uh, horizontal stabs, straight weapons. <laughs> one. One out of... 19 that's just you know so um and the finish was pretty decent uh it was nice and i uh, didn't see any glue bobs or bings or stuff but i think for us it was a um you know look lo- looking at you know and i think even backing up before that i mean why do you were saying that like when they gave the pre-judges meeting they gave a pretty decent list of yes the to-dos and not to-dos yep, they did and you know and it's not a numerical list let's be clear on that it's not a you know though construction may be at the top of the list it doesn't mean that if you look at construction and it's bad oh it's out of contention that that's not the case it was it's a it's a a bulleted list of okay guys this you know and and it's not a definitive list either yeah and and there's a note on that i i don't know the exact wording but you know there was a note where they said you know Take into consideration the amount of work done here, the effort that was done. In other words, it, you know, is it a Tamiya shake and bake kit or is it an old Airfix frog kit from the 70s, you know, that somebody <laughs> worked their magic on? You know, obviously there's a, a difference in skill there. Uh, or you know, a scratch so, built. So, so yeah. I think the misnomer is out there that the, there are hard and fast rules that IPMS must adhere to. And that that's pounded into your head. No, it's not. It's it's, you know, this is it, it's a it's a guide. What's that blurb at the beginning of Natops? Not a substitute for sound judgment and decision making. Exactly. Like yeah, yeah. And that that's what came to mind when I when I when I saw that. You know, way to go verbatim. I know, huh? Good job. I can tell he was an instructor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's true, though, right? It is because it's all, it's all encompassing. It's not okay. Construction first. Let's look at all the entries. Construction, and then you go down the list and look at construction and eliminate. No, that's not you know. And then yeah. okay, well, let's go back to the beginning and look at all the finishes now. It's it's like I say, it's all encompassing, man. But it, I I will say that I know. That some the fundamentals. If you can't nail the fundamentals, then it, I don't care how nice your finish is. So if you if your if your gear and your wheels yeah. and your canopy are crooked and you have glue, seams showing, and you have glue marks, 
then it, I don't care how nicely weathered and painted your model is. You have to, you have to do it as far as a contest, right? Yeah. You have to be able to have, like, do your best to, to nail the basics, yeah. seams and canopy, clear parts, decals, alignment. Alignment is the big one. Yeah. Let's you be know? clear here. Yeah. We're talking again. This is at a contest, folks. right? Yeah. Um, and believe me, everything on the table looked fantastic. Yeah. But yeah. it's a contest. You, 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 you're, you're picking first, second, and third. So the, the, that is, you know, that's where the scrutiny comes in. You know, on any given day, all those models look fantastic. I'm sure the modelers are proud of their work. Um, each one of us entered stuff that looks good but didn't win. Um, Boo-hoo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm what, not, I, I mean. What if you, you have would, another special category like best paint or best weathering? You know, we, we do best aggressor. We do, you know, all these that's other an, different. That's an idea right you there, know, yeah. And, and you don't necessarily have to place in the top three to get best weathering. That's a that's a it's great a special category. Separate, separate category. And, yeah. Uh, that's, you could yeah. do it in, you could do it in each category. Mm-hmm. And I think we've yeah. all tried to, because I, I mean, Whitey and I, we were talking about this the other day. Let's go back to, um, I'll just say Anats before. I won't go specifics, but there was a model that got best aircraft, and and both of all of us were like, "What the f- is that got best? It looked like the f- the classic Franklin Mint diecast toy." <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there was, and both we were just like, "What?" And you know, when I'm judging, it is there are I'm looking at everything. Yeah, am I looking at fundamentals? You bet. Am I also looking at, because also what I don't want to, if there's a guy that has perfect alignment and perfect all this, but the finish looks like he just painted it and that's it. That, anybody can do that. It's, yeah. there's, there's no, no skill, skill to that. level there. Yep. Is, you know, again, it goes back to the blurb, you know, yep. taking into account the, everything. Yep. The work done. Yeah. And I think too, another issue is like, you see it a lot at like our local shows that we go to. They're always asking for judges, and no one really wants to judge. True statement. True and statement. then, so the people that do volunteer to judge are guys who have never done it before. And then, so now you have, and they try their best to put experienced judges with inexperienced judges, and sometimes that can't work out. And so you may have a team going around judging 48-scale single-engine props that have never judged before. And... You know, they don't know what they're looking for. Well, maybe. that's the exception, though. I mean, that's that's it again. That's at a local show at, yeah. at, at Nats. It's experienced judges. I mean, we've all, you know, we all volunteered to judge. Yep, but we've all judged before too, and that was something that they would wanted to be clear on. You know, it wasn't like, oh, okay, you're a couple of yokels, come on in here and judge stuff. You know, it wasn't yeah, it wasn't like that at all. And too, but like what I'm trying to say too is like, so you don't have the same people who have that experience, right? That you know, there's no like qualification really to. Yeah, where's your PQS? Yeah, your PQS. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Where's your badge? It shows that you that, that you're an experienced judge with yeah. 16 contests under your belt yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. So yeah. and you know, so you're going to run to that issue as well. And people, unfortunately, are not going to know what to look for on a 48 scale single engine prop. And, and somebody had asked me, how do you, one of the guys in my group? He was a uh, he was OJT in it, so he had never. Yeah. He'd never, so he's just observing um, myself and, and the other gentleman. 
And so he's asking lots of questions and he's asking really good questions. Like he, he felt like, you know, he's learning and afterwards, um, you know, he, he came up to me and he told me, th- you know, gave me a, a huge thank you. So great guy, really nice guy. Um, but he was like, how do you wait, say, all the different um, individual items for fundamentals? For example, seams versus decals versus alignment versus, you know, glue, mark, glue, you know, can all that. How do you, he's like, how do you wait that stuff? And I'm like, you have to be reasonable. You can't say something like, well, if decal application is more important than seams or seams are more important than alignment, you you cannot there. You can't um, just blanket statement of, yep, seams are this level and, you know, alignment is this, uh, it's how egregious is the error. If there's an error, like for example, if a wheel is just a little bit out of alignment versus it's completely cockeyed and way splayed out, that's, yeah, there's a difference there. So you have to, but I don't wait like, oh yeah, a, 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 a seam, you know, an issue with seams is more egregious than an issue with alignment. It, it, it's a, it's all dependent upon what you, how bad you feel the issue may be. And you have to reasonably be able to, to look through it. Cause you know, it's, you know, if you got a silver decal versus maybe a decal that has a little odd sheen to it, you know, again, it's, it's, what's the overall effect? What's the overall finish? What are the, it's just, yeah, taking a kind of walking up, taking a look at the model, getting an overall impression first is, is what I do. You know, you just kind of yeah. take a look and what, what are you looking at here? You know, mm-hmm. now, one of the other things they covered in the, in the brief was, uh, you know, no magnification, you know, you're not walking around with an optimizer on that's not allowed. And also, uh, you know, everyone has an, uh, an iPhone, no, no snapping pictures and zooming in and, and you're not yeah. judging from that perspective. <laughs> yeah. And one other thing that we we talked about the other day was it, it might have been you and I, Scott, or maybe me and Frillo, yeah, pen lights. Yeah, we were all talking. I'm, I'm was, against yeah. pen lights I, because with, yeah. if you can't, if you if you're looking at a model under the whatever the given natural lighting is, and it looks great, then it looks great. Getting into you know running running stuff along the tops of fuselages, looking for seams. I don't like that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of that. I think that should be something that's thrown out as well. I'm with you. It's a great tool, though, when you're building. Yeah, oh, great. yeah, I yeah, great when you're building, but I don't for think... For that reason. If you're you looking at it, gonna do it. At, with Mach 1 eyeball, sure. and that's another, the, the the head judge, he did, you know, let the Mach 1 eyeball be your be your, your tool. Yeah. And so, given that, that, given that statement, guys, toss out the pen lights. You know, yeah. r- running pen lights along tops of fuselages, looking for steps and go seams and that kind of stuff, I don't agree with. You can it should f- go away. It's going to oh. show up if you every single model I have in my cabinet. If you take a pen light and you do that, because you're you're going to find it's just yeah. it's every model. I mean, it's yeah. almost impossible to get rid of. So I, Whitey, I'm totally with I you. Still like get rid of the pen light at a contest for getting into a cockpit. Though. Well, I for, mean, for looking at the detail, sure. Into detail of the cockpit. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, look at look in the, the cockpit. The while I'm looking in the mirror, you know, trying to see up on yeah. the bottom. But, sure, um, but then overall, stepping back no, and, look, and looking step. at the, the overall impression w- with the Mach 1 eyeball, how does yeah. it look the, the, right there, you, you know, uh, under the given natural lighting conditions, how does it look? Not, not 
you know, what's the difference there between taking a photo and magnif- and zooming in? Yeah, you, you know, or, or throwing the Optivisor on and and, and and walking around looking at them like that. Time's sake, I know that you know one thing we that because uh, you know Nats doesn't some contests allow sweeps, but Nats isn't no sweeps. I have to be a fan of the no sweeps. Um, but you know, we had one gentleman. He had like f- I think three or four of the same. So we just kind of looked and saw which, because knowing that he can only, only one of those can place just for the sake of time, we, we looked at, we looked at that guy's all four at the same time sure. and judged his and then pick the best one. And then we kind of set the other three yeah, aside, man. you yeah. know, just timing wise. But, but I think, but every single model we spent time looking at and it took several hours to sure. judge one category. It was, it was tough, man. It was it was really tough, and uh, yeah, um, but it was. I, I at the end, we all three agreed on how first, second, and third. Like we all vehement, vehemently were like, "Yep, that's first, that's second, that's third, and we all felt good about about what we did. But it took us a couple hours, several hours to get to that point, you know. Um, and it was good. I thought it was a, I thought it was a, a great experience, and um, certainly look forward to doing it again. So all all you guys did separate categories, obviously. Uh, I wasn't there, so I didn't see what you guys... uh, uh, Well, Frildo and I were on the same team. Y'all were on the same team, okay. Um, What about feedback? Did did y'all give any? Did I, I saw something online? Somebody had written down on some of the contest forms, like uh, wing uh, or alignment, or so, you know, just one word blurbs on contest sheets. But did you know, y'all do that? Or that wasn't put out to 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 do, you know. No, we weren't directed. You're not directed to do that. But I think it's a good idea. People want feedback. I want feedback. I'm a model too, man. So if I'm, you know, uh, you know, and it. You know, just to be clear, asking for feedback isn't complaining either. No. Um, yeah. You know, so you by all means. You can't get better if you don't know what Yeah, you're by all wrong. means, ask for feedback. And they did put out that Saturday, I believe Saturday morning, there was supposed to be judges available to give feedback. But I don't, I don't think it was broadcast to the to the, uh, to the the attendees good enough, I don't, I don't think. You know, not to, not to, again, it's not a knock, but... Um, I know that on Saturday after the award show, I went over to the um, to the category that I judged, and I just talked to the folks uh, as I saw them putting their models away. The guys to the guys that won. Oh yeah, yeah. And I let the guys that won know. At first, I just said congratulations. I thought you did a great job, um, but I did give them some unsolicited advice. In other words, feedback, whether it was warrant, wanted or not, I just politely said, like to the, the gentleman that won first, I said, hey, notice this, but hey, nice job, you know, uh, definitely deserved. Second place guy, talked to him about some of the things that we noticed and, you know, if he was curious. And he was very, seemed very appreciative. Um, and then the third place guy had already bolted. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. So I talked to the first place, second place guy and they, but they both seemed very appreciative of the feedback. And what I wish I would have done is I wish on the back of the, the sheet, I should have just quickly jotted some notes down because I, I know that folks were, they want to know, you know, why didn't now, mine to, win? to do that for every model in a category, That's just tough. time can, Time is a con, is a constraint. It, it yeah, is. You're trying to write everything down because yeah. we what finished. Is, 
judging, I think it was after 11. Yeah, it was pretty late. Friday night. Yeah, when it was we close finished. to midnight when we finished. Well, I know some folks had running bets out there. Mike and Mike and Dave over Mojo were saying 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. They kind of had their thing rolling. But does it take a lot of time, though, to put down your name as the judge and say, come see me if you want feedback? I mean, is that something that could be done? Um, I, I'm just trying to think of no, from, I mean, from a contestant's uh, point of view. Yeah. If, if uh, look, how many times did you hear, why did mine not win? Why didn't I place? A lot. Yeah, exactly. A lot, so, sure. And, and people just naturally want to know, well, I wonder what I did wrong. Uh, what, what, or how can I improve? And I know that whenever at a local contest, you, you see who's judging. I feel a little awkward just going up and saying, hey, can I talk to you for a second? No, there's no, but I don't, I don't, something like that. They with don't that. know who's doing it. Yeah. yeah but it, if you could put something down, like, you know, your name and if you're comfortable putting a contact number in there for them to come see you, you know, uh, I don't see anything wrong with doing that. So I think that it's important to note, right? We're all, we're all human. We, we try to do the best at being objective, but judging can't, is, subjective because we're, we're different every i don't see something the same way you know darren or why do your frill sees it or anybody else so just because you don't win something at a at a contest doesn't mean that you don't have a nice model you, you, of course some of the models that i saw that didn't win i was like wow those are those are beautiful and it and it's don't you shouldn't be upset that you didn't win an award. I mean, there's been lots of times where I've had models, which I thought that they were great, but they didn't win anything. And for example, I'll take uh, my Hornet um, or even the Mirage 2000. The Mirage 2000 is probably even better, but I I had this Mirage 2000 that I spent a lot of time building and working on. I thought it was awesome. Took it to several shows for a couple of years. Didn't win anything, nothing. No, just didn't win anything. I'm like, huh, I guess it's not as cool as I thought it was. And so we were going to a show, you know, I guess another year later, whatever, didn't really have much to bring. So I was like, well, I guess I'll go ahead and bring it. And it got first and best aircraft. (laughs) And then I took it to the next show after that, and it got first and best aircraft. And then it went to Nats, and it got first at Nats. And that was a model that didn't even place for a couple years. It's just, it's a crapshoot. Yeah, it is, man. I mean, it's not, um, geez, I don't know. It's not a sport. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just, it depends on Darren's favorite answer, right? It depends. It depends. And and so, you know, when folks don't, when your model doesn't win or whatever, yeah, I'm sure you're probably upset that it didn't win anything. But then go seek the judges out. Ask for some feedback. Don't be, I did. You know, if my stuff doesn't place, you know, when I was first, and going into the contest scene, I go talk to the judges and be like, hey, what what can I do better? Even now, I'm still always trying to improve. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of folks where, you know, like they get upset when stuff doesn't win and, and um, but you just have to be tactful about it and, and, and ask for the feedback, you know, and, and have a little bit of thick skin so that, you know, be, be open to some criticism here, you know. Um, I, you know, I typically, we're at a show, I don't give unsolicited advice. You know, I'll, if somebody wants me to critique their model, and they're like, hey, can you come over and take a look at it and tell me what's wrong with it? Then I'll be more than happy to. But, you know, I keep my mouth shut in a contest room 
Um, and just, if anything, I give compliments and tell people, Hey, that looks awesome. But I certainly don't walk up to people at their model and go, that panel lines off and then walk away. That's not supposed to be there. <laughs> don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. But yeah, cool. I, th- I thought that the, I overall, I thought the, the models that won should have won. And I thought that the judges overall did a great job. Good. And um, yeah, I thought it was what, thought it was good. What walking around the contest room? What was uh, what what stuck out to you? What 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 kit stuck out? Oh, I, I man. think I know the answer to the, at least the two two that really stuck out. Yeah, everybody's like, got pretty much catch on. But there are pretty much two that stuck out to me. One was the forty eight scale scratch scratch built sky crane, which yep. you that know was, that was awesome job to you know. Scratch build that entire thing. That one best aircraft, didn't it? Or it won best, best in show. Best aircraft, best in show. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then it was a was pretty uh, impressive. A short Sterling that was scratch built. That was pretty nice too. Vac form. That was but, oh yeah, vac sorry, form. vac is a vac form. But yeah, that was that one was nice too. That caught my eye. Yeah, that was my you know, you have to give you a little slip for what is that? The yeah, crowd favorite or yeah, the most popular. Choice. Yeah. That that was my vote for that. I put that in the box. Oh, because that not the, the, I mean the, I want to call it, keep wanting to call that thing a Chin, Chinook, but it's not. It's Sky, Sky Crane. Crane. Yeah. Sky Crane was fantastic. Um, but I don't know. I just, the, I, I like British bombers of World War II and, and that Sterling is just a odd, unique looking airplane. And, and I don't know the history of that vac form kit, but talking to some folks that were hanging out around it, they, you know, it's apparently a pretty abysmal kit to start with. I have not seen a vac form kit that was not abysmal. Well, true enough. Personally. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got a, I've got an MB5, a Martin Baker MB5. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the only vac form kit I've got, and I just hold on to it because I say, this is what it could be. Dude, I, when I, I could... get to that kit that's just kicking my ass like, you know, the RF5 and the uh, F-18, I pull that one out and say, life could be so much worse. <laughs> I, dude, I can't even I can't even cut through like a vacuform canopy. I mean, How the hell am I going to build a vacuform kit? You know what? That should be one of our challenges. Oh, shit. You know? oh, I'd God. fail You know how we did the, the March Madness thing that time? We should do that. We should do a, a vacuform challenge, man. Okay. Not, no, no, um, you know, no timeline on it, really, but just... Okay, okay good. Just, right. you know, like, give us like a year. Oh, shit. That's I a timeline. Oh, man. There was another model that kind of caught my eye and it was the 48 scale he 219 that oh, had the yeah. end flight fire and he had it oh, feathered yeah, that was cool and he had the cow flaps closed on it and he had the because i remember because it was up for best aircraft and one of the things was the judges were talking about was you know how come there's like smoke down on this side and but there's no exhaust or anything over on the right side and i was looking at it and I looked, and I and I noticed that the the number, I guess, the left engine was feathered. And I was listening to him go back and forth about it. And I was like, oh, well, look. And that's before, because I read the, the write-up on it. Mm-hmm. And they, I guess, they hadn't read that. And the dude saying that, you know, he had an in-flight fire. That's why the engine's been feathered. And that's the smoke from the fire had dirtied up that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Stab. That's a beautiful build, man. And that, that was why was awesome. they were like, well, why isn't it on the right side? And I was like, well, if you guys read the thing. I was like, because he had a fire, and that's the smoke, and they're like, oh, that makes sense, you know? It was like, oh. Ding. You know? Yeah, yeah I my, I think one of the couple that stuck out for me were in the 30-second scale prop category, the Kingfisher and, yep, that was and, nice. and, yeah, and the Tojo, I thought nice. were absolutely beautifully done. 
Um, those are two of my favorites that I I really like. What was that wingnut wing kit that was the, over the float plane? That was yeah. beautiful. That was that was, I, was nice. really really yeah. The floats done. looked like real wood. It did yeah, but it did paint. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I liked I love the sky crane. I thought it was for a, scra- a scratch built kit. I mean, whew, that was just I mean better than I could ever even think sure. about doing. You know, I um. But my only my my thing with it was um the plumbing. The plumbing was clean. The all the piping and everything, the wiring. I just, you know, again, I'm nitpicking here on on the best of show, but yeah. I, I didn't think that the 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 piping was very um, realistic looking. Yeah. But you know, it still it still was one of my favorites. Yeah, but. those things get dirty. <laughs> all right, how about outside aircraft? Outside of aircraft, what, what else? Was, I, I did really like jumped out at you that Russian, um, like radar motor the military vehicle thing that got best yeah man whoa that was, that cool. was cool that yeah. was that was yeah that, that radar awesome. array all yeah. photo lights like that it was unreal Mine me, was, i like the uh one two hundred hornet yeah that's what i was gonna say with the devastated you know the crewmen all gathered briefing that was awesome that was just before a, midway like yeah. the brief before the storm or something whatever he called it that looked pretty cool over in the uh, car section, there was a truck. It was a race truck, or I don't even know what category that was in, but it was just super detailed, like you read about. You could take like a eighteen cab. wheel type. Yeah, you cab could take the cab truck. off okay. of it. You could take uh, the. Uh, oh God, I can't. It, anyway, it was just it was absolutely gorgeous. It was detailed. Uh, just what about that Harrier jet car? Yeah, yeah, man. That was, that was I didn't oh, see that. Cool, man. You I, didn't see it? No, I didn't. It was back there in the miscellaneous. Yeah, um, that thing was had ejection seats. How could you for not the, see it? Really? Yeah. yeah, man. Well, you're gonna see it now. Yeah, I missed that one. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. It was a it that was one a super clean build too, man. It was just everything was just perfect in that thing. Yeah, like all the engine detail and oh, shut the front door. Yeah, I think it's pretty slick. It was freaking awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, that, he's like that, Darren's that, looking that, at the pictures right now. I guess he hadn't seen it. That was a that man. was a wicked cool build, man. That would give Batman a boner. Oh yeah, look at the seats <laughs> and the engine. Don't say Batman. Oh geez, yeah. <laughs> Don't say Batman. <laughs> you have to edit that one out. Oh. Yeah, Darren's looking at the the Harrier jet car, yeah, and it's that's wicked. Cool. It's it's awesome. Yeah, and the guy from the uh, the the Nuga, he had that uh, lunar module. He was at this one again with another one that he scratch built, and it had the rover. Yeah, that was impressive moon, too, man. The lunar rover coming out. That one's pretty cool. I think he won best like space aircraft, real space, real sp- yeah. Speaking of real space, okay, so there was another debate out there on on the interwebs about um, eh, it, real space and sci-fi being in the same categories, I believe, or something like that. Huh. Um, what was which the? Which I the, don't yeah. agree with whatsoever. Yeah. It's, it's apples and oranges. I don't give a shit what anyone says. I forgot what the big dilemma was. It was yeah, something that. But I mean, bottom line is, if you if if you're out there hosting a show, folks. Real space is real space. Sci-fi is sci-fi. Absolutely. Yeah. It's two separate categories. Yeah. 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 I mean, and that was, I think, there are so many notes that I took away from this that will apply to PaxCon. I think hopefully yeah. we'll, have a, we'll have a good show. <laughs> well, one of the other was, well, speaking of that is the, uh, the contest forms. 
the format yeah, yeah. the contest forms yeah. that we're that we're popping around yeah yeah i think uh jim had some good ideas on how to do the contest um form i, I the forms to me are kind of clunky anyway you know there's just so yeah. much how, to, how can we make them a little bit smaller just to kind of you know well the, the one thing is room. you know with what we're talking about here, folks, is most contest forms. You have the, your subject and your kid is at the top of the form, and then everything you've done to it, you know, you have that white space down below to fill in. And we're, what we're talking about is reversing that, so that because a lot of time in photos, you see a model out there, and you you're oh, what kid is that? What scale is that? Like you know, and it's obscured by the model sitting over that yeah. area of the sheet. So move that stuff to the bottom, so a view the viewers can see that. Not only in photos, but at the shows as well. You know, you you know, you display. Okay, well, you know, at the show, you you pretty much know what scale, but just by the categories, so that should be self-explanatory. But um, and then also the other idea out there is um, putting QR codes on the sheets. Yeah, for, if we for, could uh, do that, that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah, you're introducing people putting their cell phones up over uh, uh, kids and stuff, though. So yeah, it's there is that to, to think about too. Something yeah, to be careful of. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. There's got to be a way to, you know, um, you know, do something, you know, unique like that. But I mean, I think that just figuring out a a good way to have less less paper on the table with the right uh, amount of information in the right location is just, Mm -hmm. you know, whether you fold it, have have everything. um, In other words, where you fold it in half. Just fold maybe the paper in half, and so all your the name and the kit and blah 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 the other crap that duh, um, you know all that goes underneath. So you only have like, you know, instead of a full sheet of paper, you only have this much paper, yeah. you know, showing her. But still, it's still that's a you know. An, I don't know. Now I'm starting to think about. I do like the QR code idea. I mean, I guess you can <laughs> zoom in on that. It'll pick it up. But yeah, you, I mean, you could go completely paperless if you did it that you way. Good. There you go. Interesting. I mean, everyone's got a phone in their pocket. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If you don't, yep. then get with the times, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah. slacker. Well, you are talking about the demographic of the IPMS show. modelers, right? Mm, Us yeah. old farts. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. You you can spell QR code, right? See? So you're not doing too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I thought, you know, overall, great show. Um, really enjoyed it. I think hanging out with people was the most fun. Meeting all the podcasters and meeting the folks that actually listen to us—that was that was the most enjoyable part. The I agree. Yeah, it was it was great. It flies by too, man. I know, yeah. man. Like, man, we we got there and again we got Tuesday evening with there. Yep. And boom! All of a sudden, it was done. Like what? What, yeah. what happened, man? <laughs> Yeah. So what He's do we have next? We have what? We have PinCon coming Pen up. PinCon's coming up. Which uh, I think Heck all yeah. four of us are going to be at. We yeah. Have, yeah. We're going to try and set us up a table and uh, yeah. have the folks come out and say hello. Yeah. Uh, that'd I, be a lot of fun. I think we learned some lessons off of MosquitoCon. Absolutely. Right? Got to get there early and get everything set up so it's yeah. set up and and ready to go, and um and then you know some other small small things we've learned. So yeah, there's a be good another Texas coming up. Oh yeah, January eighth, I think is that when uh-huh. um Model Fiesta is Model now Fiesta. in Darren's home hometown, the old stomping grounds. That's yeah. gonna be a lot of fun. Um, and what's the one up? We in, need uh, a travel budget. Kicked in, man. <laughs> someday, someday. Yeah. Um, 
Right, Pat? Yeah, those, we yeah, talked about right that with, with those guys out there. How, how far is that drive? It's like from eight here? hours, seven, eight hours. It's doable. Is that a two-day show? I'm not no. sure. I have to look that up. No, it's a one-dayer. Okay. Jack's Con now is a day and a half or two-day show. Really? We should yeah, do that. We should Friday. That's a 10-hour. It goes Friday afternoon now and then Friday and Saturday. So a lot wow. of good stuff coming up, man. I'm, I'm, man, I love the show season's back. Yeah. And then hopefully next year we'll have, um, it'll be a decent amount of shows here in the Northeast. So we'll have mm-hmm. um, hopefully Richmond. And that's then we'll a good show. Ha- yep. And then we'll have Mosquito Con, because that's in April. Right? Yep. And then the Fairfax show. Yep. Then Roanoke. Jeez. Uh, yeah, there's going to be a bunch. That's just up here in this neck of the woods. And that Roanoke one's always a regional too, isn't it? I well, they were supposed to have the regional convention, region two convention last year. Got yeah. canceled. Yeah. So I'm sure they're going to probably try and kick that one in here uh, uh, yeah. with what their first one out of the box. I hope. And then when is Nats in August again in Omaha? Is it August? No, again? it's July. July. Okay. Like cool. that last in week of July. Wow, that'll be fun, man. Counting the days down already. So. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, hey, guys, uh, this has been a great little uh, Nats wrap-up. Uh, I don't know, man. It was a good time. I really enjoyed, I think, it was my first Nats, right? And I enjoyed every bit of it. Um, again, except the prices. Vegas was a little expensive. Um, hey, real quick for our listeners, I want to put out there that we did uh, several interviews while we were out there in if y'all kind of just keep an eye out here over the next couple of weeks, we're going to shoot out some little 30-minute uh, segments here and there uh, of the interviews that we did. Uh, give them a listen. We had some good ones with uh, Bob Lamacero, the chairman of the Nats. Uh, really good to sit down with him. Uh, we sat down with Andy uh, Klein from Andy's Hobby Headquarters. Um, Jeff Hearn from um, Scale Colors. Yeah, and, and you know, and so a couple, a couple others. So keep keep an eye out for those. We'll we'll, we'll plug those out here, uh, like I said, over the next couple weeks, and uh, give those a listen because uh, some really good stuff there. Uh, and uh, I guess with that, we'll just kind of go around the table. Y'all got anything else y'all want to say uh, before we close out? Scott, got anything? Just uh, again. Um, Nats is always so enjoyable. It's it's like Christmas every day for four days. It's just so much fun. But it's it's really about the people, um, you know, being able to meet the folks from the different podcasts and, and realizing, you know, because they share the same passion that we do. And I think that's why you have that sort of instant connection. It's just good. It, it's really good. So uh, and it makes that's what makes all of this super enjoyable. And I uh, really enjoyed coming out there and meeting everybody. And thank you to everybody that came by and talked to us and met us. Um, there's such a long list of people, but thank you so much. Uh, I enjoyed meeting every single person. Um, and thank you all for listening. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate it. And uh, look forward to seeing folks at the next show. Yeah, cool, man. Whitey? Yeah, man. Had a great time out there. Thanks for stopping by and saying hi. Great meeting everybody. Great hanging out with the other podcast guys um yeah looking forward to the next one definitely came home with with that motivation that you want to get into building stuff yeah cool man last but not least what's crack lacking there phil though you know let's <laughs> echo what 
Whitey and Scott had said, you know, it was great meeting, finally meeting the other podcast guys. And it was just great being at a contest and running in, you know, making some new friends and running into some people that we haven't seen in, in over a year because of the pandemic and everything and there being no shows. And yeah, like got the, I got a list of kits I want to build now. So yeah, it's time to keep sprues empty. Oh, I know. I've got mine, mine rolling downstairs now. A couple of new projects. So, uh, uh, one little last plug uh, for you listeners. If y'all got anything for us, you got any comments on uh, our show today, go ahead and hit us up at contact at modelgeekspodcast.com. Uh, we love to hear from you. I'm sure there's probably a lot of uh, a lot of you guys out there have some comments on the, the judging itself. Let us know. I'd be curious to see what they got to say. Plus, Scott's going to be answering all the emails in the next episode. Ooh, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shot <Stand> fired. <laughs> Send them my way. Send them my way. All good. All right. All right. Well, I guess that's going to be it for this episode, and we'll uh, we'll start to get back on schedule here over the next couple weeks and uh, get back to our regular uh, release date. So, uh, again, thanks for uh, for listening. Until next time, man. Geeks out. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.